So welcome to Toffee TV. It is another Ultimate Everton team. We've got Steve Kelly with us today to talk through his Ultimate Everton team, which is essentially two defenders, two midfielders and two forwards. Four matters based on a game we play here on Toffee TV called Ultimate Fan, which you can download and win weekly prizes on. Check that out, the link is in the description. And it's the same format in that. You get cards every week, and you have to pick like a fantasy football team, but you only get two defenders, two midfielders, and two strikers. So we're going to ask Steve about his team, and then we're going to get his best team you've ever seen? Yeah, best best team, yeah. Okay. Best team I've ever seen. Okay, best team he's ever seen. Um... One question I ask, I ask it every week, is if you could put a goalie in, who would your goalie be? Nigel Martin. Okay. Easy. I was just started watching Everton just as Southall was on the uh, on the decline, but coming to the end of his career at Everton. So Nigel Martin obviously went through the days of Steve Simmons and Paul Gerrard and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> Richard Wright until he uh, tripped, tripped in his loft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nigel Martin, Mr. Reliable, 7 out of 10 every week. Um, yeah, he's a great goalkeeper and someone we were linked with early in the 90s as well, mm. before he went to uh, Leeds, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he went to Leeds from Paris, didn't he? When we had him, and they were like, "Yeah, why didn't why didn't you go and speak to Leeds first, and then come back?" And he was like, "He never, he, he did come back. It was just yeah. twelve years later or something." Um, <laughs> so it was just unfortunate that Seaman was England's goalkeeper at the time because mm. he probably would have been England's number one. No, he was an amazing goalkeeper. So, yeah. and obviously when he. Um, when and when Everton brought him to the club, it was a stroke of genius, really, because Richard Wright was, uh, you know, wasn't the best, and it and then f- it was so fortuitous that in the first game, I think Richard Wright got injured. Yeah. Nigel Martin got in the team, and that was it. Never looked back, and it was only till he got an injury himself, a toe injury, which finished his career. Yeah. I think that also was part of the thing of like he he went out while he was still really good. Yeah, he never did that thing like Tim Howard did, where it was like he tailed off. So people have bad memories. So no, Nigel Martin was an in, was an incredible goalkeeper. That we just got the very end of him. So let's get into your team. Then let's start with your first defender and why. So the first one is I think I think the majority of Everton fans will go with this one is Leighton Baines. Um, Leighton Baines, as I was just saying off camera to you, then is probably one of the most likable Everton players we've had in the last mm. twenty years. Um, free kicks. Corners, assists, goals, yeah. penalties. He was just a full package as a, as a modern day fullback. Um, and to be honest with you, again, he was another one. Seven, eight out of ten every week. Mm. Got us out of so many, um, so many games where we were down and he bang on in from thirty yeah. yards or a free kick and and he just he, he he was just there. Like I said, really likable bloke on and off the pitch as well. Um, pretty, pretty cool bloke as well, and he so consistent. So consistent, wasn't he? So consistent through his career. It's funny today because we've had I've had some um, sponsors come back from last week's show with Kane, yeah. and uh, Kane had him as course as well. I think Baz had him as well in the first show. It's getting yeah. very repetitive now. I, I'm afraid for some, but this is just the way it is. Um, and it's funny when people 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 think you ac- you actually think Ashley Cole, you actually think he was better than Ashley Cole. Well, well I do. And and the reasons why is because 
I don't think he was as good as defenders actually, Cole. Yeah. But I, but from what we needed him for, and the pl- hit between him and the link up between him and Pienaar, I wouldn't have swapped them for anyone. No. And I think there was five seasons in, his ro- in a row when he had the most assists in Europe, or you know, or most chances created in Europe. And I don't understand why anyone would want to give that up. No. You could say all day Ashley Cole was a better defender, but if you're talking about, there's a lot better defenders at the moment than. Um, Robinson and Trent Alexander, who's yeah. clearly, you know, I mean, there's better. I'm not saying he's the best because you've got people like Reese James and stuff, and there's a great comparison there. But the point being, for for the way Liverpool are, yeah. that's so important. And for the way we played, Leighton Baines was, was, I wouldn't have swapped them for anyone. So therefore, when I say I think Baines was better, I don't mean he was necessarily technically better or a better defender I just mean I wouldn't have swapped them for Ashley Cole now that's that's no one else probably bar Evertonians understands that argument but the stats are there and the way he played and the way we set up and the goals we scored through him and Pina that if we'd had maybe a Cole in we wouldn't have scored as many goals so when he wasn't in the team you noticed Everton and Pina even Pina wasn't the same player when Baines wasn't there and it's because it's a whole, uh, obviously, Ashley Cole, London-based player, yeah. all that type of stuff as well. But Leighton Baines on his day, like you look at some of the clubs, you were looking at Man United mm. wanted him, Bayern, Bayern Munich wanted him. Like, does, yeah. Do you think he ever should have moved? I know it's a hard question because we're Evertonians, but do you think he should have moved? Um, for tro- Probably for trophy. Well, if he wanted, wanted trophies, mm. definitely, because... Again, it's back to the I suppose the Wayne Rooney side of it. Wayne Rooney was never going to win Premier Leagues or FA Cups or League Cups at Everton because we just weren't. Mm. We've never been in that position like Man United have. So he probably should have, and he would have played Man United a, a lot better team at the time as well because yeah. there, there was a lot of their players at the time who were coming to the end. Like and and I think at a big at a bigger club, you'd always like to see what he would. Not yeah, yeah. Well, you want to see it, of course. You want to see it, but you'd like you'd. You'll how much Rooney went on when he joined. Because I, I, mean? I think that's part of the like the argument with some of these players is is that when people say about Ash, say Ashley Cole yeah. using him because he was the because be- he was considered the best left back yeah. in the same period of time he left Arsenal with a good side to go to Chelsea because he wanted more he wanted to play yeah. for a better team and win trophies and he did and I do believe whether we like this or not as Evertonians is that footballers who hang around and stay at Everton will be loved by us, yeah. but they'll never, ever get the most out of their career. And that's a shocking thing to say about no, your own what... club, but it's, I, I do believe that's the truth. And I also believe that you you have to have that burning desire also to probably be the best player. Yeah. Because you look at all like the players of any generation, you either take a, your team to trophies like Gerard did at Liverpool or you do a Rooney or you do a Rio Ferdinand yeah. or you you know or you know Gareth Bale leaving Spurs to go to, to Real Madrid even Ronaldo leaving Man United to go to Real Madrid there is something there is something in these players that makes them um, extraordinary because they know in their heads someone like Zlatan knowing every couple of years that making that right move and winning the league at different clubs that's like incredible foresight but that's also that thing of like saying I'm not going to settle or my happiness is going to come from winning trophies and I'm not here really to make friends after my career's finished people like I'm you know say say Slatan 
most clubs he'll be he's been at will always remember him fondly. And I suppose, you know, he's he's always for the loyal clubs the big fish. And at the end of his career he can turn around and go, I did all this and I've had an amazing career. Well, yeah, Leighton Baines can turn around and say, oh, I loved it all my time at Everton. Yeah. But it'll still be unfulfilled because he never won a trophy. Well, you look at it on a smaller scale, Julian Lescott, yeah. when he left us. Yeah. He could see where Man City were going. Yeah. And it's weird because he's probably done more at us. Yeah, yeah. Like, like on the pitch wise. Better player, better yeah. Better player at us than he was at Man yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. But he'll always be remembered as a Man City player. Yeah, yeah. He went on and won the Premier League, played in Champions Leagues for them. So. That's where what you're saying is absolutely spot on about Baines, really. I think you have to, like like you said, someone, you have to have that like little internal drive. and Selfishness a bit. It is really, that selfishness, yeah. and that's always going to be the thing for yeah. other people, I suppose, rather than us. We will look back at these players when they finish careers and go, we love the fact that they yeah. play. And I suppose for those players, though, it's that flip of the coin of, like, how happy am I? And for some players, they're very happy doing what they do, having a good career. That being a professional football and playing for a professional uh, Premier League team, all the and loving that team might be the pinnacle for them. Yeah. Whereas other players have that, as I say, have that selfishness where it's about them more than anything else and winning trophies. And and that that's it's a that will always be a very unique thing. And people will always look back at Leighton Baines and probably say, did he fulfil his? you know his potential could he have been more could he have won more and i think he probably could have but at the same time he he he, he never it for him i would say it, he never slacked off it you know because you do get these plays you get to maybe 26 27 28 and go i'm gonna be here for the rest of my career you know i'll just i'll just get through Definitely. another one at the moment you could probably say it about is someone like sahar you know, a palace, he's probably going to stay there for the rest of his career. But I think he's made that choice now. And I think now, in the next few years, you, they're going to get so much more out of him because he's he's made that decision that he is happy with Palace and he wants to drive Palace on. Yeah. And I don't think that's anything against him. I think that's like his window of opportunity. He's gone. I think Kane at Spurs is yeah. like a little bit like that now. He might have missed his big moment. So instead of like sitting there going, oh, this is terrible... Which Baines sort of did. Baines was like, yeah. Baines missed. Baines basically said, if the club had let me sign for Man United, I would have signed for Man United. But he didn't, so fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about that. I think that's like Kane now. Kane has to look at a situation and say to himself, I'm staying here now. Let's make the most of it. Let's drive these on. Let me get all my individual numbers. England top goal scorer, Spurs top goal scorer. I don't know if we will ever get that because of Jimmy Greaves or whatever. But. I think you have to make that decision and I think that's what Baines made that decision I'm going to drive on now and then he left the club on his own terms and you know obviously back back with the club so um, I think that's why he'll always like I said at the very start very likeable player yeah, and very. that's why I, you'll never get many Everton fans say in a bad way no no, no I'd be very and we'll always back him in the arguments as well yeah. we'll always back him in the arguments yeah, I mean, we've, we, we've seen him every week that, yeah. that's probably another yeah. reason why we back him as well but mm. some of the goals he scored oh. honestly, if, if actually if actually Cole had scored them It'd be like, wow, world's yeah, best yeah. left back. Well, but he was he was unreal, mate. Some of the West Ham away, Newcastle one away yeah. from home, and like the amount of times he like high pressured penalties as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he should have took the one at Wembley that time. Yeah. It is one. But is. saying that though, the Hayer did have his number, yeah, didn't yeah. he? So you know, maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna get. Um, I'm gonna have to try and find things to say about like, like Baines <laughs> every week. Yeah. Um, so who's your second defender? My second one might surprise a few people. David Weir. Oh yes, 
I like that, a bit of originality. Yeah, Go on. David Weir, uh, come from Hart, Walter Smith. Mm. Um, come with 250 grand, yeah. or something like that. Turned um, down Liverpool. I, think he, uh, he made, I always remember he, he made his debut, I think it was like a Wednesday night game or something it was, and it was under the lights. And, and um, for, what he, for what he achieved at Everton, uh, mm. become one of our best, probably one of Smith's best ever yeah. signings. And yeah. Maybe one of the club's best ever yeah. signings in the Premier League era. And I just think, again, David Weir, he's, not, he's one of those players, he, during the crap, even during the crap times, he was still really no, good. No, he was, he was. He was solid. And he had that bit of a bit of a nasty side at times as well, where he could, he wasn't he wasn't yeah. scared to give a bit out to the yeah. other, other team. But Mr. I always thought he was Mr. Reliable. And oh, yeah. He was, um, he was someone who you knew was on the team sheet every week. Yeah. Very, very sort of quiet, softly spoken. Yeah. But someone who led by example. I think, very interesting career, because he actually started, um, he actually went to America, he went to college oh, in America, yeah, and um, did like a scholarship thing. So he skipped that sort of initial phase of development, and he he came back from America, and I th- you know, he went to Hart, and then we got him from Hart. And I think that's why his career wasn't like, was probably longer than then because he because he skipped that initial youth phase and, and as I said, very intelligent fella. Um, he played till he was forty one. Yeah, yeah. Then I think that's when well, he went to Rangers, yeah, yeah. didn't he? I think yeah. that's why though because he because he those early years he wasn't getting like battered in the youth systems. Yeah. He was playing in America and he was. Um, I say I don't think his professional career started till he was twenty two, so he probably got a few more years out of that and. No, he was a brilliant player. And reading of the game was so yeah. good as a, as a centre half, like who didn't have pace. Yeah, it was like one of those when you you play Sunday league or something. Yeah. It's like players who you know went to went to drop deep because you know they haven't got the pace. But he had a very clever footballing brain. Yeah, he, he did. Was good on the ball as no, well. No, he was. He was, he was um, his volley as well was it Spurs? Was that Spurs away? Yeah, Spurs away. Yeah, yeah. He scored. I think did he score in the four four against Leeds as well? I think that might have been his first goal. Yeah. yeah, he was very so consistent. Someone you could rely on every week. Um, captain at times was he captain, club captain? I think he. Or? I think he might have been. Yeah. yeah, Moyes came in and continued that, and we had Yobo, but he still had him and Stubbs. Yeah. In there, and and they were they were a huge part, and of course, um, he's now uh, a famous part of a famous catchphrase. He's the weir sub. Yeah. So when anyone ever brings on a defender towards the end of a game, <laughs> it is the weir sub. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that because that was what happened towards the end of his days at Everton. Was he he Everton might be winning a game, and yeah. and you know Everton Moose wanted to see it see it out, yeah. and would always send on weir, and it was the weir sub. And now forever, I always call every every, and a lot of people say it now. It's like anytime anyone or us or anyone brings on that late sub to try and see out the game, that's the weir sub. Um, he was just he was just like very very consistent, and he's not. There's no flashiness no. about him. There's no there was no nothing like you know, very very solid pro, but. Had like a fantastic spell at Everton. Yeah, he was brilliant. He was um, as well. Looking at his that at 04 season when we got in the Champions League, he was so important that mm. season. The amount of clean sheets we had with with him at the back there as well, and, and he chipped him with a few goals of it yeah, yeah. that season as well. And you look at it, even as as his career has gone on, like playing at Rangers till he was forty one. He went the World Cup with Scotland in ninety eight as well. He was. He's had he's had an amazing six hundred. I think I've read before. He's had like nearly seven hundred games in his career, which is which is amazing. And he's gone on to be 
Are you saying Erbal uh, seems a very clever guy? Gone on like Brentford, there's a lot of involvement with that as well. Yeah, he was. He was a big part of Brentford actually, and I've actually heard you know people saying Everton should bring him in yeah, to you know his lads, his lads playing now as well, isn't he? So I think he's his lads at Brighton, isn't he? But he's on yes. loan somewhere yeah, at the moment. Right, yeah. um, he was at Wigan, wasn't he? That's right. Yeah, he was um, when Wigan had to do all the big the big page when they went when they went bust basically. Yeah. Uh, he went to Brighton, and we were looking at his lad then. I think what we was we was funny because we was the we was the player between Watson and Jack Yelke yeah. essentially. Yeah. He was that player in between, and. We always, we've always loved consistent centre backs. It's one of our big problems now that we don't have a consistent centre back. Yeah. And it was there's almost a link, there's almost a link between them all. It was like there was Brian LeBone, then he was Mick Lyons, then he was Mark Higgins, then he was Kevin Ratcliffe, Dave Watson, Dave Watson into into like Weir, and then. You can throw stubs in that, and then and then to Jag Yelka, and then Jag Yelka was like the last one. He was like the last one that any that you could rely on. Like they always had good partners, but he was all this all, and that's mad that you can go fifty years yeah. with like five players basically, which thread in thread in between. And since Jag Yelka retired, we've not had anybody no. who's come in and taken that consistently. Mark Michael Keane's supposed to be that player now. But he's not. You can't rely on him. But they're all leaders. They all led. They all. They always had that player next to them, you know. And it's 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 so it's been so. We're Everton are always like we talk about our number nines and stuff. But our one our one centre back that you can rely on every week was also a big part of, part of it. Someone you could rely on every single week, and it's so, it's so evident that that's what Everton are missing at the moment. And David Weir was one of them, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. He was one because, like, obviously Stubbs came. Stubbs was the shelter, wasn't he? But he, he Where, came, yeah. David but he, was the, he was just the like that calm. He was that calm and influence, yeah. though. And he let obviously Stubbs left and came back. But Weir was the constant through all of that. And different managers were playing, and that's so. It's so interesting that that's something we're massively missing at the moment. Uh, you know, and and I yeah, I thought I thought David Wee was was a fantastic fantastic player. At the time he went through, it was a pretty shocking period for the club on, on the pitch. We were mm. struggling every season. I understand we had a lot of financial problems at the time, but he he, he was one, he was never one of them. You'd got if even if you got beat, he'd be like David Wee had a decent game. Yeah. Had a decent game, like I remember this one. But I'm pretty sure he was linked with Man United at one point as well. Yeah, I think there's rumours. I wouldn't be surprised by yeah, that. I think there's rumours of Man United at one point with obviously uh, Walter Smith's connection with, yeah, with Alex Ferguson. Also, well, because so. Ferguson always loved to like buy a mad centre back to, when they needed like someone. We would have been perfect. I think it was the time you know when he bought Lauren Blanc. Yeah, yeah. I think it was around that time. Yeah, yeah. As well, so. well, Liverpool actually wanted to sign him, and he came to us instead because of Smith and because I think yeah. he guaranteed first team football with us in the Premier League. Um, no, such a, such a such a really good signing. As I said, such su- something now we miss so much because they they're the kind of players that would play thirty five games a season, would play. Without it, you know, you would need to be out injured. It would be something absolutely yeah. serious, you know, like a knee injury or something like that. It wouldn't aches and pains or you know the whatever, like a groin strain or whatever. You know, just stick a needle in me and get me through the game. I'll play, and that's something. And it's so evident that Everton. This is something. This is something that we've been missing since since Jagielka, you know, or or maybe a year before Jagielka. 
packed packed them in yeah. with us. It's 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 so obvious. But that's the mad thing. It they're not they're not so readily available anymore because because the position has changed so yeah. much. And and even though I think maybe because maybe centre backs rely more on pace now that they do pick up more injuries, hamstring injuries and play the centre forwards are so fast now. Whereas like you just said there, you could we're like I th- I'm sure like we're against Owen. Yeah. Was was we had always had a yeah. uh, you yeah. know done well against them. I'm not saying Michael Owen didn't score goals against no. us, but we had always done well because, like you just said, positionally his brain, brain, and yeah. that's what helped them last longer because yeah. because he didn't need that pace. No, he was brilliant. He was just yeah, great great centre half, and mm. probably doesn't get enough recognition. No, of, of, of fans, no, I'd no. say as well. But no. my from my era growing up, it was uh, yeah, he was he was the first probably. Good centre yeah, yeah. A player fair. you can rely on. What more do you want in exactly. football? Yeah, exactly. So let's go into your midfield. Who's your first midfielder? So we've gone with uh, Andrei Konchelskis. Oof. So uh, Andrei Konchelskis was the first player I ever got on my back. Yeah. After the, uh, I always remember we won the FA Cup and the club used to do some, or they'd done something where you could go in and get your photo took of the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. And the charity shield. I remember the Danke kit. Yeah. The year after I had Konchelskis on the back. Yeah, I had. We well. hadn't signed. Because he knew, <laughs> yeah. and my dad was going mad because he was like, "Do you realise he might not be signing because mm. he's failed? Me- it was his medical, wasn't it?" Was no, it? no, 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 no. no sorry, yeah. it was yeah. financial yeah. issues. That, that was the the story at the time. Yeah, no, it was it financial was issues between uh, Manchester United and his former club. And at the time, my dad's like, "I've just spent all that money yeah. on Kachelskis on the back back of your top," but he was he was amazing. He yeah, was he the was first amazing probably player I ever seen. Play yeah, forever. he was. Um, like that era for me growing up it was obviously we won the FA Cup then we got Konchelskis and it was like this is a great time yeah. in Everton yeah. like it was such happy memories and that but he was just a great player running with the ball beating men scoring goals he's just a you don't really see wingers like that anymore like Andrew not at Everton not at Everton anyway <laughs> yeah. but it, he was just one of he used to hug the touchline yeah he was, still, he was always good at coming in as well. I always remember. Yeah, he was. He was a. He was a. He was an. He was an outside inside. Yeah. You know, kind of winger. Winger. So. And I know a lot of people say, yeah, he wasn't there for long, but the the time he was here, he gave everyone so many great memories, and I'll never forget the derby when he's scoring two. And, yeah. Two at the cop and I was actually what's that at Goodison? Yeah, I was. I was. Screen. Yeah. In the Bullens Road, and yeah. we're all dancing on yeah, the chairs, yeah. and the most probably complete. Oh, we should. Play, it should have been about five nil. How yeah. it ended two one? I'll uh-huh. never know. We should have uh-huh. been about five nil. But yeah, that was probably one of the most complete football displays I've ever mm. seen from an Everton player. To be honest with you, yeah. Chelsea at Anfield, uh, he was just. It was just a shame he he obviously left the club. Yeah. And, um. Again, that comes back to the circumstances of the club at the time. But mm. um. Yeah, he was. He was. No, he was unreal, he was, wasn't he? He was. He was the, yeah, he was your first. Like you, like I said, the first amazing player I'd ever seen. Yeah. For Everton. Um, no, he was. He was. He was probably our. F- I don't know. He was like our first real Premier League era player. I know Amakachi was probably like yeah. the one where everyone went, "Oh, we finally bought a yeah. you know a foreign player um, who played in a World Cup." But he was the real like you got him for Man United and yeah. still in his peak, and his goals were brilliant. A lot of United players I've read were found it strange that Ferguson yeah. let him go. Because he were like, why are you let one of our best players yeah, go? Yeah. They want, he obviously wanted to change things up, didn't he? Get Beckham, get Beckham <laughs> in and stuff. But and, and he missed a big part of that season. He got injured, I think, against Manchester United. Yeah, shoulder, wasn't it? He was out for ages. And you know, me and Bad spoke about this. It's 
you know, if he'd been available for that final game, we, yeah. but I, but you know, we think he would have won. We would have won, won the cup in his cup that year, um, because the team, the way that team went on for the rest of the season was, and I was at Sheffield Wednesday, second to last game of the season, and yeah. scored a hat trick, and yeah. he was just all he had to do was knock at a yard and hit it, and the, no, no, he could hit it so hard, it didn't even have to be accurate. It, it was that he, goal he scored at Anfield. He just, he just wellied it, didn't yeah. he? He just wellied it. It went under James. Mm. It was just power. Yeah. That's what he had. Power and pace. Like. Yeah. And he scored. He scored in the home derby goals. as well, he didn't he? Seventeen goals. He got. Yeah. Yeah. And he scored the home derby as well. Even yeah. we drew one one, but he got the yeah. home derby and he was bra- He was just. He was brilliant. And again, it's like that thing people may speak about, like Hamas Rodriguez in time of. Yeah. Of you know, you we haven't for a certain time, and it seems to be the way with Everton, Everton players. Or when we get something, we can never hold on to it for very long. But he was amazing, and the more disappointing thing was he went left to go to Fiorentina, and they yeah. were rubbish. I don't think they ever paid him. I paid this for him. They were rubbish. They weren't I even really, a big team. No, they weren't. They weren't. I, I remember at the time you just watching. It. I was watching Italian football just to watch him again. So she, and he but never you just let down. Yeah, you he never. Like, he never did anything. He never did anything. So, yeah. What a what a. There's fancy. a lot of there's a lot of players again. I could have put ahead of him, but yeah. just that was my happiest. No, that's it. This, this podcast is about as a, as, a, as an Everton fan. It was, yeah. it was great. We won the FA Cup. Mm. We were we probably that team probably should have went on and done a lot lot more. I remember that. Um, so. I remember when we were signing when there was like it was all done yeah. and then it wasn't done. Yeah. And it was mad. I think I've told this story loads of times, but I used to just at seven o'clock, Radio Merseyside yeah. had the news and then they had the sports bulletin. And I used to go to my dad's car. I must have done it. it. Felt like weeks, but it was it was like it was like a couple of weeks actually. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I used to go to my dad's car every every night seven o'clock. Listen to the news. Know that'd be like a proper sports bulletin, and I'd be waiting for like Mike Hughes to say what was going on because literally that was the only yes. how mad time is I now. You know what I mean? How mad is time now that the you like the you, and you'd have and, and be like you might just the very best might go. Uh, there's been no further updates on on yeah. Jenkins because it was it was like he was signing. It was all done, and then it was like Manchester United were like, yeah, no, can't go through. It's like why? It's like because they owe money yeah, to yeah, yeah. the club, like a sell on. It might have been a little bit more than than what was said. I mean, you know, don't want to get anyone to trouble. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Everton were just stuck there going, "Well, we're not paying it. No. We've give you your money. You've got to give that money to them now." And in the end, it got through. And but like you said, it was almost like it was all done. It was all done. Yeah. People went out and bought shirts and all on, on the back. You know, you're paying by the letter, Jesus. That's what. Uh, <laughs> that's what that does, like, all players, you could have got on the back of your shirt. You got oh, amazing. Weeks later, I got on the back of my shirt. I think. It's a great kit. I think I, went, I think I'd, I'd give it to someone because I think it was like those numbers were like double numbers, weren't they? They were like white and then they had like blo- yeah. what, black block black on blocks, top. Yeah. And I think all the black block fell off and all it was was it was just Kinchelsea's in white, but it, you couldn't like, they were just blo- a, it was just a block. Yeah. So it was the background, so you couldn't define what what was on it. Uh, and again, it was just given to someone. And uh, you know, and years later, you go, what did I do that I for? a lot of trouble for England Club Call. <laughs> yeah, that's why I ended up in my, in my dad's car listening <laughs> to me. As he said, I wasn't going to get caught out yeah. by Club Call. My dad, like, oh, these are you. Yeah. Nah, but he was he was great one. He was, yeah, he, he, was, was he was he was him Limpard on one wing. Yeah, on the other oh, wing. unbelievable. So who's your who's your second midfielder? Uh, this one's probably a more, tad more sadness of Gary Speed. Yeah, Gary Speed was yeah. Uh, like when he coming to Everton following summer from Kinchelskis, yeah, wasn't he? Like that was that was 
at the time that was the missing piece in the, in the gym. Oh before. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when he comes to the club, he's just his whole happiness of joining Everton. Oh. It was just like one of us when he was like Everton fan. His dad's a big Everton. Yeah, well. his dad is. Yeah. And um, obviously. It, the career he went on to have would just prove what a. But even before his career, yeah, before Leeds, he won it? the league with Leeds and was like, I think he got my ticket out young play of the year. Yeah. And every, like when we got him, it wasn't like a player on the down, it was a player yeah. on the up. And we just finished that season when Chelsea was just outside the European places. Yeah. So we were building. Yeah. And we were going to have Dunk and Kanchelskis and Speed. And, 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 you know, all these plays were all going to be. It was. We were building something really. You know, because you didn't need. No. Four or five plays in them days, you just had to add one or two with the subs and everything, the sub rules the way they were. You just had to add a couple. Yeah. And he, oh God. He was great, mate. He, I, I was, it was on Sky the other week, showed his, his header at Anfield. Yeah. You know, when he got that header. Yeah. And, and you, you just seeing the happiness on the bloke's face to score at the cop end. Mm. And he was like, this is this is this is amazing. Yeah. And uh, it's just a shame the way it obviously all ended at Everton. Yeah, um, and... And obviously, in, in, in his life, it's well. horrible. It's just, it's like horrible to I talk. I wasn't going to pick it because of that reason. No, no, I but because I just no. But the thing about it great, is, though, great, great player for one, and he was the complete midfielder. Yeah, he was. He was. He, he was. See, and the sad thing is, he finished at Everton yeah. because the standards of the club had completely fell through the floor. Yeah, and it, as far as he was concerned, he wasn't going to put up with that. Yeah, but then stories came out about him. And like they did with Rooney, they put it all on him like it was him. He was forcing out, and then loads of people. And you know, I, I, I was young myself, so I, I, you fall into the sack because yeah, you, because you love your club yeah. and you love your club, and you don't, you don't. In them days, again, you know, very much in the very early part of the internet, you know, there's not, there's not lots of ways to find out. You, the club tell you something, that's it. The player, the player was classy enough themselves not to divulge why he felt he needed to leave there's been lots of rumours since he never even reacted did he I don't no, even, no. even remember but he never reacted in a bad way That's put it this mean, way yeah. I, so, I mean you see him when Rooney obviously with yeah. the but he was a kid he was a, he kid. Was a kid but I mean with speed the amount of abuse he got when he came to Goodison no. it was pretty bad at times it was, it was horrendous it was but horrendous and the way he handled himself like yeah it was class absolute anyway. class and like anything as people grow up and start to understand that there's two sides of the story yeah. and it was difficult for Evertonians because obviously, and the truth's never really come out. But you know, we know, there were, there was rumours about yeah. you know Howard Kendall at the time and um, and his and and his relationship with Gary Speed. And obviously, as an Evertonian, you always want to back Howard Kendall. He's an absolute legend. You always want to. You always want to take that side of things. I find it interesting that Howard Kendall never spoke about it before mm-hmm. his death either, even in his autobiography. I I, I, I you know. I read this autobiography and I was I felt massively let down that there was nothing in it that it wasn't it wasn't put out there and ultimately we never found out the truth because obviously what happened to Gary Speed was so so sad oh, yeah. but I think when Gary Speed died though there was that realization by Evertonians that yeah. you know he was an Evertonian yeah. he had played for the club the club there was more going on at the time there's more gone on since we're all a little bit cleverer now we we all know not to 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 eat the nonsense they feed us and it's just so sad that that, that sort of happened yeah. after he died you know the, what I mean the rumour was wasn't it? He, won, he called Walter Smith at the end of the, at the Walter Smith's first season and asked to come back yeah. to the club there was that, there was that rumour yeah a lot of them rumours flying around at the time as well I remember mm. and 
Yeah, you there look, was. You look back, don't you? And you think he, he should have really been Everton captain, and he was. Up to <sighs> the, he, uh, I always think of him in. I always think of Gary Speed in the uh, the yellow and black kit. Yeah, me too. And That's like, what he had. His, he got yeah, presented. That was like the. That was like when you think of some players in their kits. That's the kit. Yeah. I, I know he he wore like the Danker shirt, and he also I also remember. Um, it's funny because actually there's got a funny connection with me and Baz about this before we really knew each other. Um, I got a job. It was my first proper job, and it was working for the railway, working for Major Rail on Merseyside. And I got a job, and it was in the summer of '98. '98, yeah, was it '98? Yeah, and it was the second season of that god awful one to one kit. And I remember going to fit. So I got my first like pay packet, and I went to Dirty Sports or Dirty Soccer, in, in, and it was boss. I loved Dirty yeah, Soccer. Yeah. There was two. There was Soccer City so on Bold Street, yeah, yeah. where I first met Duncan there years ago. When I was a kid, he was doing a silent session, and then there was Dirty Soccer, and they had some box kits from everywhere. Yeah, but they had an Everton. They had the Everton kit. And it was our, and because we were going into the second season, and if anyone wonders why they stopped having kits after the year, it's because. They only made one batch of them. And if you were going into the second season, you couldn't get the kits anyway. And they'd always be dead cheap then. So I walked in and bought, picked up this Everton top um, for about, I don't know, 15 quid, let's say. And because I'd bought it cheap, the first thing I did was cut the V off, which Gary Speed always wore. Always wore it without that stupid white V with Everton written on it. And the kit looked so much better. And I turned up. And we had a friendly our Sunday league team against Baz's team, and I knew he was an Evertonian yeah. and stuff. And I walked in, and I had this top on, and he looked at me and just went, "A la Gary Speed." And I think they were the <laughs> first words Baz had ever said to me, yeah. like because he obviously knew it was a blue ball. Yeah. They were like the first words, and this was years before, like you know, we obviously started Toffee TV or doing stuff on the radio. And it's just weird that that weird connection of that kit and me cutting that collar off because he hated yeah. the collar. But I always think of that yellow yellow kit, but. I think you see. I think you see me like the amount of tributes about the bloke about the, about mm. him as a person, but as a player as well. Like Roy Keane saying the toughest opponent yeah, yeah. come across. Oh, shit, nails. Do you know what I mean? Like I remember him and Keane in the cup final, Newcastle v uh, United, and Speed matched them tackle yeah. for tackle. Oh, day. he was. And he he started as a winger and then became a yeah, centre midfielder. He played left back for Wales. Yeah. He played left back for Wales. Captain this country. He was a phenomenal. He was, I think. He was. I think, when, I think when me and Baz did a British. Best eleven, I think we got him in at left yeah. back. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but you look, you look at him and you just think he was everything. He was oh. everything we wanted as a player. No, no, he was everything time. as a captain, uh, yeah. as an ambassador. Yeah. He should have been here for ten years, but they they, me- been, you they know, messed I mean, it up. They messed it up, yeah. and and obviously whatever happened, and yeah. there is talk, and I don't want to really talk about it on here, but there was talk of what happened. But it must have, it must have, how bad must have it been? Oh, for yeah. a player to turn round and go, I want to leave this club because yeah. the standards are so low at this club now that I need to go. You look at that season, we should have went down, mate. Yeah, we were terrible. We should have went We were down. absolutely... That's t- the worst Everton team I've yeah, seen. Yeah, they were worse than the 94 team. The 94 team had like... The 94 <laughs> team, yeah, were, were like a mixture of young players and stuff yeah. and 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 whatever and what happened to Christmas was really... And the manager was an absolute... Uh, horrendous, yeah. but that '98 team should have. Nah, they were horrendous. Oh, Horrend, like yeah. some of the players. It wasn't for probably Campbell. Oh no, not, yeah, not well. No, no, what Campbell? Um, Campbell. It's just a mixture, wasn't it? It was a mixture of just, just we just got some points from different games yeah, and scrambled it. And I, and I remember at the end of that team, it was just pure anger. Yeah. Whereas at the end of the '94, it was pure relief, yeah. and it was like we're never going to do this again. Well, we are lads in four years. <laughs> um, 
No, I, I no, what yeah. I, I, I don't know. I I just think what the poor man must have been going yeah. through at the end. I mean, and he would have been Everton manager, mate. I think so. I think so. Well. I think so. And, but and he was doing great things at Wales as well at the time. He was, I know, yeah. and they've and they've built off yeah, that as well. Have, yeah. It's just I, when you think about and I, do you know what? I actually, remember where I was when he, when he died. Yeah, me too. I was playing football in a game um, on a shun, with my Everton Everton team. And we had a lad off playing who played centre midfield called Owen, right? No, From North Wales. North Wales, yeah. Right. And he was box to box mid- midfielder who always scored goals for and he scored in that game. Yeah. And and he wore number ten. And I just remember I just remember someone from the sideline shouting it. Going, Gary Speed's yeah, dad. Was, and we were just like, What? And he's like, Gary Speed's dad. And and I think do you know what as well? We might have been playing Everton Stewart's. Which would make it even more weirder. Mm. We might have been playing Everton Stewards in a game, and he'd scored, and it was just. And I just remember walking off the pitch, just totally it was shocked. Just a sick feeling. Yeah, and then afterwards finding out what had yeah. happened, and I, yeah, oh, it's just. I, I yeah, yeah, same as you, mate. Horrendous, that me. Days where you just want to. Yeah, because you don't yeah. know, and, we, and obviously we still, we still don't know, yeah. and we never, we never will know, and no. and that's sad that's sad, that's yeah. sad, and again, that's more of a. That shows that how important, like you know, men talking to each other and 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 like you know the the, the you know these lads having the, the talk hub and stuff and going for walks nice. before getting how massively important it is because in fact you've got a situation we've got a fella had everything didn't he had everything look yeah. was a you know great looking fella amazing footballer uh, the, the manager, manager of his country yeah. had so you know could have easily have left that and gone and come become the Everton manager the Newcastle manager the Leeds manager yeah. because everyone loved mostly loved them maybe yeah. maybe not Evertonians at the time but you know it, things would have changed yeah. oh, just just sad it just makes me feel I just sad think with with him and my team it just you, yeah. you always just think you just want players you were proud to play but, forever do you know yeah and do you know what though early. you know what though what I like about those two players are though that that people forget that. After the after we won the FA Cup, the whole Joe Royal period yeah. <laughs> was was good till it was bad. We was done typical. Yeah, F- exactly. And really it it could have been, it. it could have been, and it was actually Joe Parkinson getting injured, which was the catalyst. I remember the, I remember my, uh, Richard Keys and mm. Andy Gray at the time saying Everton, dark horses, dark horse for the title after we beat Derby. I remember. Oh. Derby away was it? Yeah, we yeah. beat them one yeah, nil. Yeah, and then and everyone. Yeah. So let's sums up our, let's move on to the uh, the forwards. So the first f- forward was Kevin Campbell. Yeah, uh, Super Kev. So, yeah, um, yeah, it, it basically saved us. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, from going down yeah. again. So I know the mixed bag of play, but Kev Campbell come in and just he just took to Everton fans, and we took to him yeah. straight away and. Obviously, a lot of people will never forget the night at Anfield mm. as well. He scored scored the winning in the derby, but as a goal scorer, he was he was just brilliant. He was yeah. just he, was, he could do a bit of everything. He was he, he could do a bit out of the box. I remember mm. there was one time he played centre midfield under Walter Smith, and I just thought I was, <laughs> was at that game. Yeah, Villa. He was just he was just a good another one, good solid professional. He was a, yeah. but got us as yeah, he did. And he, he still does now. No, he's, he's a great fella. Great seven. fella. And we've obviously had him on yeah. loads of times, and we talked to him, and he's such a good fella. He's a proper. He's, you know, it's Arsenal's his first love. But yeah. if you're gonna, you know, he's you know, he's very much a very much a blue through and through. And, and another one, he went on to West Brom and kept them up in the Premier League yeah. as well. No, he's a he was a fantastic, and I think for Kevin Campbell, I think is the uh, you know he's he's very 
it's very reflective of other people that we love or we've made heroes of because what they've done is they've come in when we needed someone and they've they've like saved us or they've given us a hero. So yeah. Dunk is Dunk. Dunk is loved yeah. because he came to Everton when we were in a mess and he scored goals and his first goal was in a derby and he got us and he yeah. got us as fans yeah. and you knew could tell he was playing for the shirt, playing for the fans and where he was surrounded by mediocrity. He was just like Did something, hope, yeah. I, and I, I you know, and I'm sure like for different generations, like Andy King was a bit like yeah. that. I think for a generation, um, even like when people like in '84 when we weren't brilliant, people like you know Andy Gray and Peter Reed coming and started doing things like that as well. And obviously they went on to better things. But there is that thing of having a player that just elevates everybody else. And and Ke- Kevin Campbell did that. And, yeah. Came in, scored the goals, did it the following season as well. And it wasn't really till he got a knee injury. Yeah. And the knee injury, like, le- uh, I think it might, it was at the, the second season towards the, the end. Yeah. Yeah. He just got this knee injury and he never truly picked it up no. again. And and he had and a good couple of months under Moyes' first season, didn't he? Yeah. And obviously it was him and Rosinski, of course. And that was good for a bit. And then obviously Rooney come along and. I think Campbell might have left towards the end of the yeah. 0 But people forget that as well, because yeah. people forget when you watch the Arsenal game and Rooney score and Rooney jumps on Campbell's back. Yeah. He was a big part of yeah. the early, early Moist period as well. So he come across as a leader as well. Yeah, he was a definitely. Again, like we say about David Wave, very, yeah. very silent and calm, but he was, yeah. again, I remember in the derby when Gerard done that tackle, he was first. Yeah. I remember he was first in there. Of course, he scored He scored in the derby as yeah, well, you the know, derby, the, last, yeah. the, the, the last time before, the last time we won at Anfield. Yeah, so. yeah but... He was he 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 got give everything for the Evan mm. shirt and he, he still talks so fondly about yeah. the club today and and I think obviously I know Dunk was everyone's hero at the time but I actually if you look at Dunk the fans love probably Duncan more but Kev Campbell probably give us I think, more if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, what I mean, what I would say is is because Campbell came in and short, scored those goals in such a short period yeah. of time. I think, you know, scoring on his debut at Newcastle. Yes. Yeah. I think those goals were quick, quick hits, and then they got the hat-trick on the last day against West Ham. Um, they were, they were, it was all very much in the sports when we needed someone. Yeah. Whereas, like, the year before, when we stayed up, Dunk was the captain. Dunk had scored goals. Dunk had actually, Dunk kept us up the season before. Yeah. Yeah. He'd been made captain, and he was scoring goals in different games. Yeah. Got like a hat trick against Bolton and in over Christmas, and he was scoring. But it wasn't like in one big chunk. Yeah. So you don't look back and go. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So I think there was like a game of Forest. Dunk scored a cup. There was, but it was all. He might have finished the season with say like twelve well, goals. Field, yeah, he? yeah, yeah. When Michael Madar yeah, missed well, missed that, so it was like. He, he scored goals, but it wasn't. Kevin Campbell scored them in this big chunk. Yeah. So you got to a part of the season like you, ha- we have to stay up. Uh, we have to win games and stay up. And he and he did that for us. And we, I think we ended up staying up quite comfortably. But yeah. but he was the spark. You know, he was the thing because when you go back and you, I think we played like Sheffield Wednesday, and I think they beat us at Goodison and Carboni scored a couple, yeah. and yeah, yeah. it just looked like it was only going to go one way. And then and then it all changed it when he co- came I in. I think it was the Coventry mm. game where he scored and we stayed up. That, I think we have like four games. Yeah. yeah. But um, even look at the season after we had a decent again. I know we and weirdly we finished twelfth. I think yeah, was it. Yeah. But it was a decent team. Should have done a. Yeah. Lot, oh yeah. Should have done a lot. Some better. of the players. Um, you look at that was probably Barnby's best season yeah, yeah. for Everton. And then Don he, Hutchinson. And then he went to them, didn't he? Uh, but yeah, Campbell was uh, another one. 
it's probably one of them and it gives you a 7 out of yeah, 10 every week, definitely you know what I mean? right let's move on to your second striker last one um, Romelu Lukaku yes um, obviously our record Premier League goal scorer. So you yeah. can't really leave a lot of anybody's team I'd say so um, he, he's a complete striker really one yeah. um, back to goal running a, running a player's selfish another one yeah. he had that selfish side of him which Not wrong with he needs as a striker because it's all about putting the ball in the back of the yeah. net but um, yeah probably not as loved by some fans for certain reasons I've got nothing against him but no. I think he'd done everything he could at Everton and yeah. it was kind of a bit like at the Rooney stage when Rooney left he had to get yeah. to fulfil his career yeah definitely and um, a lot of, it's hard to take as fans we all know that yeah. it's hard to take but um, to me, like he, he gave everything in, uh, as much as he could in, in an Everton shirt, and he probably got let down by the club more than anything. Lukaku, yeah, and it comes back again to what we have a conversation about all the time: the club letting certain players down. Mm. And we've recently found out, obviously Wayne Rooney doing his podcast with Tony Bellew when Rooney yeah. got let down by the club. And yeah, yeah, it seems a, a common thing. So with with Rom, if we'd actually shown a bit of, I don't know. Um, Ambition. Ambition. <laughs> Ambition as a club, he mm. might still be an yeah. player and we might be in a better position than we are now. We yeah. definitely would. Yeah, but and even position. if even if we'd even when we'd said he'd said, Right, I'll give you one more season yeah. and we that summer had gone, right, we're gonna invest in some really good up and coming striker. Yeah. Uh Haaland or something, I don't know. Um <laughs> then you know that would have been the difference, but we didn't. We we left it, and then when he came in, we were like, "Oh, oh what do we do now?" And of course, we had Dom at the club, and since then, Dom has gone on, and obviously with Charleston as well. Um, but not neither are quite Romelu Lukaku. No, Lukaku we were finishing seventh or eighth, and he was finishing Premier League goals. He scored, goal finished eleven twice, and he I scored. Know, he scored. He was in the top five every. Well, he so was him and Kane on it. It was embarrassing. It's embarrassing when, every, when anyone ever looks back at Martinez's time yeah. and says like, you know. Oh, we should have kept them. Go well, look at how many goals Lukaku scored, and look at where we finished in the league. And I'll tell you why he shouldn't stay at the club. Yeah, oh, I, I think know. yeah, it's, it's a shame of Rom because again, like I said, he, a lot of fans don't really yeah. look at him in that in that in that class. But I think he, he's what a modern day striker is now. Powerful, just loves scoring goals, and mm. he very rarely misses. That's one thing I, yeah, I'd yeah. say as well. Always hits the target. Always, put it that way. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Always hits the target, even if it's straight at the goalie. But yeah. the amount the amount of times where he scored, I don't know, two in a game, he'd get beat for three. Yeah, it'd be like. It was that else, classic thing of like? that classic line of like, well, we still would have got seventh even if he hadn't scored. Yeah, and it was exactly. like, no, nah, that's not yeah. that's not true. That's not true. He's, you know, when we beat, I remember when we beat Man City four 0 and he scored the first oh, goal, yeah. and it'd be and it'd be goal. like. Well, yeah, that's how we won the game because he gave us the cat, and he also because of his because uh, of his ability to push pin back defenders, and he was always a threat. People wouldn't, people were terrified of us. So give us, he was great in Europe for yeah, us as he well. Was. He was some of those games away from from home in Europe. He was just banging goals in left, mm. right, and centre. But he even scored, scored a worldy at Kiev, didn't he? Yeah. And yeah, but we had but but we had Alcaraz at the back, <laughs> so they that just again Martinez. Yeah, clueless. I think that was an easy one. Lukaku, I think again. It's no, but it's an easy one because he's boss. And he's yeah, I think uh, people will look back. I think in time and go where you've said about Kincelskis. Yeah, people will go up. People will start saying maybe like Hamas yeah. Rodriguez and Lukaku because you, there's no denying that the, the Lukaku is a world class player and he played for Everton. And I I'm still I'm still to see him. 
like and he was good at Inter Milan, but I'm still yeah. to see him be better than he was at Everton. Yeah, I read because he was like the big fish, and some players absolutely love that. Yeah. So, but but then you have to sort of move, like we said earlier, from a Leighton Baines. You have to move to get to see what you can get out of your career. And he, I don't think he would ever turn around and go, oh, "I regret leaving Everton," yeah. because of course he's played for big clubs and he'll win stuff at Chelsea, I imagine. But he'll look back and go, "I enjoyed my time at Everton." I don't, the most annoying thing about Lukaku is that thing is like we're fans. Players sometimes get the wrong idea about fans and social media. So when they played us at Old Trafford, Man United, and they beat us 4 0, and he walked over cup on his ears to our fans, it was like, well, what do you expect our fans to do there but give you grief when you do that? But you're giving grief to the wrong people. Because yeah. most of our fans did back him. Forget about social media. I remember the game when the game after that he said he wasn't signing a contract and he scored two I think yeah. against Hull and Evan, the first one he didn't know how to celebrate it the second one he was like because he'd seen the Gladys he'd given him low support because I would say like when he plays for Everton he said, he said that's all I want yeah. I couldn't give a monkeys about whatever he's doing off the pitch yeah. or what he's saying to, to, when he goes away with Belgium or whatever when he plays for Everton he scores goals Not no other no other currency matters to me and the sad part about it he, uh, he him as an individual had more ambition than yeah. our club. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, ha- that's the, rea- the reality. But how many players do we have that kiss the badge and whoa, yeah. give all the fist and all that? You know, and run round going, I love Everton, I love Everton. And you're like, get me, but you're not that good, are yeah, you? Exactly. You know what I mean? And after the, and then the club go and give them a job somewhere or whatever. And they walk up, I mean, not some, not some of Baines, by the way, because Baines no. is like, yeah. I think Baines crashes over both. Yeah. But there are players who run around going, oh, I love this, love this club, going to be with this club forever, blah, blah, blah. Fans get, go, yeah, they're amazing. And then after, and, and then where other clubs might go, you believe crap. Yeah. Didn't win anything for you. You might have loved them. I think you'd get a different reaction now. Maybe, maybe, maybe. At United game, I felt a bit sorry for him. Be interesting when he comes and plays against us for Chelsea, but... Yeah. (laughs) Right, so that's your team. So it was Weir, Baines, Konchelskis, Speed, Kevin Campbell and Romelu Lukaku. That's brilliant. I like that because you've mixed it up. I like that. That's what, yeah, I just thought... Mixed that up. Try to put a different... So let's get into into very quickly. You've picked six players that played against Everton that you're the best team. So let's first defender. Uh, John Terry John Terry he was I think with John Terry a lot of people always going about his defending but actually on the ball he was yeah. really good on the ball like that leader like, he was what a leader. leader he was a leader um, give give his all for Chelsea every week and I always remember he was good left and right foot yeah. as well a lot of people again don't give him scored important that. goals yeah first Chelsea captain to win them the league in yeah. so many years as well so I think um that Chelsea team under Mourinho was probably the hardest team I think I've ever seen at Goodison to play against yeah, they were because awful. they were just horrible. Mm. But they had so much ability yeah, as well, and they did. But they knew how to win nasty. They, they knew how to mix it up, didn't yeah. they? And he was the main man yeah. behind it all, really. And it is. I know it's sad on a professional front that he didn't play in that game, the Champions League final. I yeah. know well he gets buzzed off for getting his kit on, but I think I think yeah. any I think any no. But at the end of the day. I, yeah. When when you've got pictures of fella, why you, know, you want to be part of it? Yeah, so it years after, like, when yeah. years after, he'll probably go. Well, I deserve to win a medal because I played in all. The, I always find that weird when people oh, when they play in cup finals. And I understand where they go, like Goyke and all. I didn't win it. Well, you did, mate, because the semi final, you were amazing. Juventus you got them there, so you yeah. deserve to be on the pitch. And I think I'd do exactly the same. I'd yeah. throw a kit on and go. <laughs> 
Because when you'd look weird on the pictures, people go, "Oh, didn't you? Weren't you part of them?" And be like, "Well, I was." But so I, I had no problem with him throwing no, the kids no, on. Fine. I thought that was ingenious. He's a Chelsea fan, isn't he? He's not. He's not stupid. I think either. that's ingenious. Yeah. Years later, people go, "Oh, you must have played in that yeah. game." You know, people forget who played in finals after a while. And he missed it. He missed the uh, the pen, didn't he? Mm, a couple of years before did, yeah. as well. Ancient Heartache, so. yeah. Well, yeah, John yeah. Terry, I think Brilliant. again, he's he's a proper centre half. Yeah, he? who's your second defender? Second one would be his his defensive partner, Ricardo Cavallo. Ooh, very. Uh, I just thought them two as a partnership. Yeah. I know people going about Vidic and Ferdinand, yeah. but I actually think Cavallo and Terry were a better partnership. Great signing from uh, Mourinho and from Porto. He's another one, horrible, mm. horrible defender. Yeah, but I always remember Everton played Chelsea in the League Cup semi final. At Goodison, mm. and he was unbelievable yeah. that night. He, Teddy didn't play actually, yeah. and he he was the reason Chelsea got through that game yeah. because he was just he was sweet. He was really he could, good at like if Teddy got caught out, yeah, he'd reading be over. It. He could read the game brilliantly. And, like, you see what he done? He went to Real Madrid. Obviously, I know it wasn't his, his best spell there, mm. but he also at international level he was he was brilliant. Yeah. He was just a no nonsense centre half, but he was classy as well yeah. the way he did it. So class. Cavalier and Teddy. Were, Go on, moving into midfield. Paul Scholes, like as a as a midfielder myself, I I just love the bloke. I thought mm. he could do everything: pass five yards, pass fifty yards, get stuck in. Bit of horribleness mm. about him again, but he was just a. He changed his game. People forget when he was at United at the very start. He was an attacker. Yeah, midfielder. He, was a, yeah. he was a striker actually. Yeah, he was. He was originally a striker. So, and now he had to evolve his game to actually stay at United. Yeah. To to go from an attacker yeah. midfielder, and he had that. I remember he had an eye issue, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. he was, uh, but then he would, went deep, and like you t- see some of the players you talk about, like Zidane, yeah. Gavi, all these, they're not sh- not stupid. No, they're not so stupid. They just, people have said he's the only one who could have played for Barcelona. Yeah, so no, he was brilliant, and I remember being at a game when we were Everton were playing Man United, and we were three 0 down at half time, and I was sitting on the top balcony at the time. The funny thing is, we ended up coming back to get three three, and then they scored. Was that the one yeah. that he played over the top to Berbatov? Oh no, I don't think f- no, I don't think Bavisop was there. I think no, it was Ruth Van Nistelrooy. Ruth Van Nistelrooy, I think, scored the last minute goal. We pulled, three. we pulled it back from three 0 down. Yeah, but I, I was sitting at the top balcony, and I said to me, I was with my cousin, and he was a very young midfielder, and I said, "No, we're, we're going to do second half. We're just going to watch Paul's goals." Yeah. Everton, funny enough, got back into the game. But and all he used to do is he used to just run in straight lines up and down the pitch and just get the ball and then move it. He never went like side to side. He just used to run and then get in between. And if anyone's seen the Gary Neville soccer box yeah, thing on it, it when you watch his goals and how he just because all he used to do was just drift. Just drift through the middle, never went anywhere else. Just drifted through the middle, picked the brilliant at time of his runs, pick, brilliant at picking up uh, little bits of space. Uh, obviously, his, his volleying ability yeah, his was un- was incredible. Villa away was unbelievable. Remember when he, reti- he retired and come back? Yeah, for the, Do you ever he come back for, for a Manchester scored, derby? Yeah. Do you ever he, see that one when? Um, Someone got a clip of him playing like uh, five a side, and he just picks the ball up, and there's yeah. a kid down the thing, and he just pings it and hits him on the oh, head, yeah. and it's just like unbelievable well, ability. Was, um, there was one about Phil Neville, one of they always used to uh, in training if someone was going taking a piss yeah. in the corner. Skulls used to just practice his, his passing to try and hit them all on the head, and one Brilliant. day he hit Alex Ferguson on the head, and I think Phil Neville got Brilliant. the blame for it. So, but uh, he, he was an unbelievable player. Yeah, he probably he was. The only sad part about Paul Scott is no one saw him really as too quality at international level. Cause, yeah, because he didn't know how to play. Cause he didn't know how to play him. Because he was too f- uh, fixated and he got on put on the left wing, which was 
which is crazy. Maybe. But he actually says he didn't mind that because no, he said no, he played. He said I played left wing loads of times for Man United. He just said it just wasn't the same. Mm. So they should have really played the diamond, and he should have been the head of the diamond. Yeah, because he was, he, was, he was. He was a great player when he was. Like, oh, just, brilliant! Absolutely brilliant! And yeah, now he now he really likes toenails. Yeah. Um, who's your second midfielder? Raquel May. Okay. Villarreal. Okay. Uh, he was that nice. Good At the cash he? machine. <laughs> Yeah, every year. Cutty knows, yeah, every season. Now, nah, but that game he played at Goodison when he come as a Villarreal yeah. player, he was he was miles ahead of everyone. Yeah. Like watching him live that night, I just thought that is just like this is levels yeah. of what we yeah. watch every yeah. week. And he went on to obviously have a great international career, and he spent a couple of years. I think he nearly got to Villarreal to the Champions League. Yeah, he got beaten the well. semi, didn't he? By he Arsenal. missed the pen actually in the against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. And but as a as a footballer, wasn't the quickest. No, but he was again a bit yeah. like Skulls, just very clever on the yeah, ball yeah. and like yeah. Obviously, we. He was always like the nearly man, wasn't he? Went to Barcelona and yeah. never quite happened for him because he had like uh, Ronaldinho and uh, Messi would have come through a bit later. He was never quite. Ne- one of his players that when he played for like lesser clubs always shined, but when he got a big a big opportunity, I don't think he ever quite did it. So no, he was he was technically an unreal player like South American and. Again, he was. We obviously nearly seen him in an Everton shirt. Yeah, we did. We nearly times, did. So. We nearly did. Though that was the point. We nearly yeah. did. It was. Uh, it was very close a couple of times, but still a running joke, though, wasn't it? Yeah. But what yeah, a player. He was. Yeah, class act. And like I said, that night against Villarreal, he was. Yeah. He was unbelievable. And the second leg as well, he was really good as well. So. But so who's your first forward? First forward is Luis Suarez. Oh, yeah, I know, I know but I know. I <laughs> what was, a player! I was just talking to obviously the, the lads before about him, and that time at Liverpool, he was unbelievable. No, he was unbelievable, like, especially if you played Norwich. Uh, yeah, I think it's Norwich, <laughs> but he's one of those players. If he's played for, you'd absolutely adore. Yeah, him. yeah, like, but you'd hate him. If, but you'd absolutely hate yeah. him if you played against him. And in the derbies, he used to call us, cause us all kinds yeah. of problems. And he, he, he was horrible Wally but he was he was so talented he, and he wanted time. it more yeah, than anyone else he wanted it you look at what he went on after Liverpool as well he went on and won European Cup yeah. for the Ligas like Barcelona fans were gutted when mm. he left Barcelona he went on to Atletico Madrid won the league with won them won the league with them obviously he had his, uh, his issues off the pitch which, which, which probably tarnished him in this country at yeah. times but he was just a great player no he was he, he always, all those um, situations when he, he used to like he'd have it and he'd knock it against the player and get it back, and you'd be like, "Yeah," and he'd get through you, and you'd just be like, "But yeah, he was, oh. he was an incredible. He was a world class footballer. Yeah, he was sensational. Yeah, but sensational. Unfortunately, he played for them. Yeah, but, um, no, for a couple of years he, he ruined was... many derbies against us. Yeah, but, yeah. For like you said, from remember Gary Neville told him I'll say he's probably one of the best players he's seen in this country for a long yeah, time. Yeah, he was. Well, he was. So. He was. In, he was incredible. He was horrible, but he was incredible. Yeah. So go on. Who's your final player? Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney was like as a, as a footballer. He had again, he had everything. He could play, put him at right back, put him at left back, put him in centre midfield, up front. But his goals are goals at United and what he done at United as a as a player and also England like doesn't again doesn't get enough recognition because of it's obviously Wayne Rooney and obviously the stuff that goes with him at times. But ta- talent wise, it's probably one of the best players this country's yeah. ever produced and. First couple of years, he did, he did give Everton todded time. Yeah. Towards the end, he started obviously realizing he obviously he knew he was going to come back one day, and and he did started to not play as well against us, which was good. But 
he was just he had everything, didn't he? Really? Yeah. He, no. He, yeah, no. It, and and to be fair, he sacrificed quite a lot of it for other players like Ronaldo. Yeah. I don't think we truly ever got the player that we first saw at Everton coming through no. consistently through his career. He got rough edges got smoothed off, and I don't think those rough edges those rough edges should have been smoothed no. off. I think he had this something about him that this will to it. like like we've just been talking about Suarez there. Yeah. Whereas I think I don't even think it was like I don't even think it was like Man United or Ferguson. I think it was just we have this thing in this country about like you know the obviously. It was, you know, the people people in the PR world. And I remember, do you remember when his, like, 18th birthday was in, like, Hello magazine and it was just full of all these, you know, dialer z celebrity, like, from EastEnders and stuff and Ollie Oaks. And he was just like... And you could see what PR companies were trying to do to him um, and mould him because, obviously, he would be worth millions to them. Um, and they didn't want all this bad publicity. But there's getting rid of the bad publicity bad publicity but there's also keeping that thing that hunger that horribleness that desire the thing that you know got him sent off in the world cup but also the thing in the euros that made him the best player in the euros in 2004 that france game he was unbelievable that game when you see what when anyone watches the highlights there's like little video packages of 04 in the euros till he broke his toe he was the england would have won it that year and it would have won it all because of him you'd go as far as saying that tournament he, he was at that time he was probably one of the best players in the world he was the equivalent of like Gazin in yeah. 1990 like he where he never I, in a tournament he never well Gazin never played in another tournament apart from 1996 yeah. but uh, he never never played another World Cup and he never topped that no he was he was he was making silly he was making world class players look, look silly. silly Lillian Chiram mm-hmm. on his, sitting on his ass this IE on his and ass I th- and I yeah. think but I think that's what he lost. Yeah. I think he lost one. that rawness to yeah. want to make people yeah. look silly. You know, I remember when he did it Darren at Goodison, Moore. Darren Moore, when <laughs> Darren Moore was like, you'll never get anywhere in your career doing that. It was yeah. like, shut up, you tit. Yeah. Like, I will. Who are you? Um, like, you know, Darren Moore doesn't even manage at a higher level than Wayne Rooney now, which is... But, <laughs> but that that was it. And I think what happened at Man United was, whether, for whatever reason, whether it was Ferguson, whatever, those edges, those that thing of like, I'm going to take the piss out of you yeah. today, they were they were worn away. And I think he became less of a play because of that. And he started doing... When Ronaldo was at his pump, Rooney was doing all the doggy work. And again, it was like, no, he should be front and centre, but still amazing. I think that... Uh, injury done at Chelsea had a lot to play. Yeah. He done his, and he went the World Cup and he yeah, shouldn't have. Yeah. I don't think that helped him a lot because no. at that time at United he was unreal. Yeah, yeah. He was starting to be the main man. Yeah. And Ronaldo was kind of like. Yeah, yeah. In, in, and it was after that, Euros, I think. Yeah. It was Ronaldo. And I think also the other, the other thing just from that thing as well, though, is you've seen it with Ronaldo now. Yeah. Rooney clearly didn't. <laughs> no. He's built this. Look, look at the way he's built. He's built yeah. like a boxer. It's harder. It's probably harder for him to maintain the stricter way of life in terms of dietary and all that like he's probably the kind of fellow who looks at cake and gets fat because I know I am so <laughs> he must be as well yeah. and I think that he just didn't quite have that as well I and that that comes from probably that's an internal thing but also I think that comes from being having the home comforts being at home and all that kind of thing so and you've seen it now is Ronaldo's still going very very strong yeah. they've had equally as long as career really and Rooney's now ha- is retired and finished and, and I think that shows you the differences as yeah. well is that Rooney just didn't have because again though that's the thing of like when he was a kid I don't have to work hard at this because I'm so talented whereas Ronaldo I think probably felt like 
or I just had to drive. And maybe that they just they just come from t- slightly two different places. And I think whereas Rooney's edges were smoothed off, that shouldn't have been. Ronaldo's edges were smoothed off, but by getting rid of those smooth edges, you found he had a twelve pack yeah. underneath those, yeah. and and he was so just nice. like, you know what? I really like looking like this. Yeah. Whereas Rooney was just like, I just want to play footy. So, yeah. but an incredible player, incredible yeah, player. Amazing, like Man United's record of goals. Yeah, yeah. England's, England's. That will probably be broken. I hope it's not. I hope Harry Kane because I don't think Harry Kane's after play this. No, I don't think he no. deserves to have it. No. But there you go. We'll see what happens. There you go, yeah. Steve. Thank you for your no ultimate Everton team. Your ultimate team of players who've played against Everton as well it's been a joy speaking with you so uh, we'll have more more of these coming up make sure you check them out don't forget to download the Ultimate Fan app as well play on that the link is in the description and we'll uh, we'll be back next week see you later